1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to Jigmasters.com, use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your jig order. Welcome back, everyone, to the Paddle and Finn podcast. We are sitting down talking to the guys that we talked to for the Crossroads Kayak Bass Team Classic that just took place. We got Alan Weidmeyer, Joel Scarborough, Dusty Yacker, Matt Kiefer, and Steve Wilson on the line. So we are going to just talk about uh, how the event went and everything like that. Um, Let's start with Alan. Alan threw this whole thing together. I mean, what were your thoughts, man? Did it run as smooth as you thought? I know we had some hiccups down there. Some things happened, things like that, but initial right. thoughts. Well, you know, I just want to start out and say that I wasn't the one that ran it by myself. There is definitely a lot of people that came out to help. So, yeah, yeah right. kudos to those guys. So, um, you know, Susie ran the tournament, tournament director position while I was out in the water. Uh, Titus came to hang out, uh, Todd Patrick, um, Jason, um, all those guys, you know, pitched in where they could. And, uh, obviously Duke and all the catch team guys came out to Dell. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it was a weird thing because obviously, you know, I was competing in the, in the event and, you know, it, it, being a director and being the one that organized everything, you know, you always have it in the back of your mind, like you're trying to worry about that as well as fishing and everything else. So, you know, it was kind of a lift from that, but obviously, you know, no event is ever perfect. Sure. Um, especially something so new and, you know, such a unique concept like this. Um, so, you know, as you guys already know, you know, we had that event where uh, Brock uh, had that run in with the boat. Um, you know, I was out fishing still at the dam and, you know, half hour before lines out i find out that happened so i had to quit early and head back to the ramp and get all that straightened out but luckily you know he was okay and 
you know, everything got sorted out with DNR. DNR, you know, stepped in and uh, Tab from uh, the Outdoor Sportsman's Lodge helped him out too to kind of get everybody corralled up and, uh, you know, get all that figured out. So that was good. Um, and then on day two, you know, with any new tournament too, you know, things could get missed, details can get missed. And fortunately, we had to disqualify an angler on Sunday. Um, but, you know, that stuff happens, happens more than you think. And, you know, it was just unfortunate that we had to, to do it. But, you know, we had to stick to the rules and do what was necessary to, you know, keep the integrity of the event intact and make sure we follow through with everything. But besides that, I think it went as smooth as it could. You know, it, it went up, you know, pretty well without uh, many hiccups at all. And, you know, everybody was pretty much organized that, you know, it ran pretty smoothly. <laughs> So, you know, I can't say, you know, it wasn't a good event because it was. Uh, yeah. We did everything possible that we could to make it good. Yeah, no, I totally agree, man. Uh, it seemed like uh, everybody I talked to had an awesome time. I mean, Dusty, what would you think, man? What would you think of the whole whole shebang there, man? You know, I, 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 wrote, I wrote a really lengthy-ass post on, uh, on Facebook, um, but uh, I thought I, I, I really had a tremendous time. Um, I, I, I don't really recall, uh, like, um, another event that I fished this year being as social. I mean, maybe it was just me. I don't know. But it was really nice to have – I mean, two-day events are really cool. I, I really like that, even though I've had some bad experiences this year on day two. Sure. Um, uh, they're really cool. I do love those kind of events. Um, and it was really nice to sort of like the, the glue of the two days to be the big cookout that we did uh, up by the cabins, you know, grilling out a bunch of burgers and brats, you know, do hooked it up. Um, and it was a, it was a great time to like, um, you know, just be social and talk to people and get to know people a little bit closer from the teams uh, and just, uh, um, you know, enjoy some food and break bread with other anglers, uh, you know, drink some cold ones. And the raffle prizes that, that they gave away were ridiculous yeah. and real super generous. So um, it was uh, it was just kind of neat to be to, to, to do that. Also, it was really nice um, in a manual submission tournament uh, to have a, like a, a lot of judges set up. That went so smoothly. It went it went quick and it went smooth. And it was you know uh, 50 anglers like you know submitting a lot of picks. So sure, uh, it, it was great. And and of course, um, uh, Newton uh, showed off what it what it's all about. You Heck know? yeah. I mean it's it's not rated top 100 for nothing. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, fortunately the that you know the 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 gentleman that got uh, into the uh, accident with the boat. Fortunately, that guy was all right. Um, and uh also uh unfortunately i didn't get uh, i didn't get it on tape but um launching by concha was 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 pretty cool man we had the you know the shotgun start yeah. and uh, they, had, they, had, they had they had the conch shell uh conch or whatever it's called uh you know bl- blowing through there to, to to start us off that that was pretty neat man that's something i'll always remember heck yeah man yeah yeah, yeah there's uh I got a video, a live stream video on the Facebook page, you guys, if you want to check that out. 50 kayaks all taken off at once. Um, that was from day two. And I think Susie posted one on the crossroads from day one, right? Yeah. yeah. Another thing I just really quickly wanted to add, sorry to interrupt, um, was that, uh, of course, this was a team thing. Yeah. It's, a, you know, that, that I mean, it that's not anything that I've really experienced before, and I do enjoy that. I think it adds a, a, a really unique level to it, a nice element to it. Yeah. Um, and that's something I'd like to get involved with again. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a few more, you know, popping up around. Heck yeah. 
you know, around the country. Heck yeah. How about you, Joel? You got anything to add to what these guys said? Um. Well, I, first I apologize if my, how my audio is. I'm driving home from work, so. Uh, but no, I think uh, both Alan and Dusty summed it up pretty good. Um, I guess the only thing I would add would be, you know, having 50 anglers out there. You know, everybody's trying to compete and, and win and. You know, I don't. I'd never ran into any problems. I wasn't expecting or anticipating to run into any problems with anybody. You know, because we're all sharing water. But you know, I, at one point, I think on day two, we had four or five people, maybe more, sitting at the dam, and you know, that was all cool. Everybody's just sharing water, not you know, throwing over each other or getting in people's space. That was good. Um, and I just, I would also add, you know, into in, as Dusty had mentioned, like the check-in or the weigh-in that went really well i mean that was you know well thought out and, and made the process go pretty quick and if there was any you know questions regarding uh measurements or whatever that you know they had a second judge that was available or somebody else to look at it so it went really well and of course the social hours are great prizes sponsors um i don't know that it could be ran any better so hats off to uh everybody that was involved I mean, I know Alan doesn't want to take all the credit, which he shouldn't, but he was definitely instrumental in that as well as many other people. So it for was sure. well run and look forward to it next year or wherever it is. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Matt? Oh, I, I think, uh, you know, everybody's already said most of the things. I mean, the, the, the cookout was awesome. Uh, this whole process was fairly new to me. I mean, I've, you know, really new to this whole game, and and uh, the whole launch was was new, and trying to get the kayaks in the water all at the same time, and waiting for the the horn to blow, and and getting to your spot. And, you know, it, it was a new experience for me, and uh, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly did, and uh, even though my results didn't uh, didn't pan out like some of the other ones, and you know, even my my uh, practice uh was a lot better than my what my tournament ended up to be but uh that's just the way it goes i suppose um you know as far as sharing water i think uh that's a whole new experience for me because you know even the the tournaments that we've been that i've been in, in a club that we've all been together um the water the bodies of water have been big enough and our and the number that we've had hasn't been as as great as you know 50 so it was a new, it was a new experience to share water with that many people and and to to uh, fish beside people and um, you know try not to fish on top of someone to give people space and that sort of thing. So uh, it was an experience. I enjoy I thoroughly enjoyed uh, you know the cookout and the prizes and and and, and you're right. I think the the um, the check-in was great. I thought the first day being on the porch was a little, uh, that'd be my only thing that I would have to say as a deterrent or, or as, a, as a negative was it was right there on the porch. So it's hard to get everybody in there. But the, the second day when we were doing it under the, the uh, at the picnic tables there at, at the launch, that was so much better. I felt, you know, get up to your your judge and you hand them your phone and it was it was done quick and 
you know, it wasn't a bunch of people standing around waiting for one judge, you know, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, our whole team enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, you know, enjoyed getting together with them and, uh, you know, we're going to experience a little bit of that this weekend at our, at our next tournament and, and, you know, doing some camping and fire and, you know, sitting around fire and drinking and, you know, having a good time. So. Very cool. Very cool. How about you, Steve? Yeah, I think everybody's kind of hit the nail on the head on, on what my thoughts were. Um, kind of what Dusty said, though, as far as the team aspect, that was the first time I've ever uh, fished a tournament like that. And uh, it, was, it was a really cool experience. And actually, a lot of the guys that uh, made it from our, our club, the Grubby, they're already talking about next year and, you know, doing what they can to make sure that they qualify next year. So I think um, us as a growing club, this is something that we're going to promote to uh, kind of get some more involvement on um, how successful this, this uh, tournament was and how much fun it was and, and uh, that sort of thing. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. So let's talk about the team aspect. I know there was like code words going on between KBL teammates. Like, did it? Did MKT and GRBY and SIAC, you guys, I mean, what was everybody's strategy? Because I know after the tournament, um, I saw a comment from, I believe it was Pat Keating. You know, he wasn't worried about the individual win. He was all about the team win. And I thought that was cool. You know, he was all about the team win. So, I mean, what, was your guys' the same thoughts in the same place? Did you guys strategize, oh. things like that? Well, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm sorry to I'm sorry to jump in or, or talk over anybody else, um, but uh, I mean, it's one of those things where the better you do, the better you do as an individual, the better you help sure, your team. Yeah. I mean, you could look at it many different ways. Sure. But I mean, I I totally understand what you're saying. Um, it was just really cool to have that aspect, and and absolutely, um, you know, prior to the event. Um, you know, me and myself and Michigan Kayak Trail, you know, Tom and, and Jeremiah and Pat and Steve, I mean, we were we were an open book. I mean, we 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 uh, we went back and forth about what we thought might work and, you know, things that have worked in the past. And, uh, you know, we really tried to, you know, be, uh, you know, just open with everybody and like, you know, try to strategize about, uh, you know, what good what you know, what what good things there were to do and to throw and to, you know, okay. to do this and that. So we, 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 we did try to, you know, uh, you know, work as a team for sure. How about you guys, Matt? Oh, I, yeah, we definitely uh, tried to work as a team. I mean, I think the phone, uh, the, 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 you know, not having great signal there was, was a deterrent of that. But certainly after every time one of us had gone over to practice, you know, we came back with a report. Okay. Uh, we had a little Facebook group that we were chatting with one another and uh, telling, you know, what we caught them on and where we caught them and, you know, that sort of thing. And, and you know, I don't believe that any of us prior to this tournament had ever been to that lake. Okay. So, um, you know, uh, the KBL guys had been there, and, and it seemed like, you know, they had it going on with their, with their walkie-talkies or their UHF videos or whatever they were doing. Uh, you know, I, I had kind of had that thought before uh, the tournament started, but, uh, you know, I didn't, you know, we just didn't go that far, you know. We, and, and, and so, you know, like the first day we – there was a little chatter back and forth, you know, when we had signal to talk to one another and that sort of thing. But I think day two, everybody was focused on trying to get a limit. And, and so there wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot of chatter at all, right but, but, but we appreciated it. And we, like I said, we, we tried beforehand to, to go ahead and to, to tell everybody what we were catching on and, and that sort of thing. So. Right on. 
How about you guys, Steve? Yeah, um, we, we were kind of throwing each other in, um, especially leading up to it. I, I didn't get a chance to get on the water beforehand, uh, so my first time on Lucanid Lake was um, Saturday morning. But uh, a couple of our guys made it out to pre-fish, and you know they had, they had some good insight and stuff like that. But that front movement through it kind of changed things. Um, so it, it wasn't uh, wasn't the way it was fishing the days leading up to it, but. Um, it's really cool aspect again with the team thing, um, just being able to communicate on the water and have somebody to say, "Hey, this is what's working," and um, and kind of bounce ideas off of throughout the tournament. Whereas normally, you know, if you, especially if you go to a two-day tournament, you're kind of a recluse almost. You're not really talking to anybody about what's working and that sort of thing. For sure, for sure. All right, so you know, if you guys haven't seen the results, uh, KBL won. What what was the, what was the code words you guys were using out there on the radios? I know Alan had like a cheat sheet in his pocket. He's like, yeah, I can't really show you this right now. It, <laughs> it, it would have panned out better if the actual signal from our radios actually worked. By the time I I made it to my spot, all I heard was crackle on the on the radio, and that was about it. Only the only way I knew somebody was in range was somebody started crackling on my radio, and I knew they were just around the corner. But luckily, <laughs> uh, that first day, you know, that was that's kind of the thing what Dusty was saying. You know, we were we were pretty much an open book as soon as a team was assembled as far as what we're going to do. I actually went on and made a, a Google map of all my spots and included everybody else's spots so that everybody could share that and, and have that handy. Because that's the thing, like, that's great if you know what to throw in that, but if you don't know where to go and where to throw it at, it doesn't help you a whole lot. So I was I was more than happy to share, you know, what little knowledge I had at LA because, I mean, uh, I had no practice prior to this tournament, and I probably have fished Newton maybe five times okay. in the last few years. Um, so I just went off of what I, what I know, what I started on. And luckily where I ended up at, I had a limit in like half hour. And so, you know, I'm trying to paddle over by where, um, Joel was at, cause I knew he wasn't that farther down, much farther down from me. And I'm like screaming on the radio, like trying to get his butt over there. Cause I knew it was going to be a short window biting that. And luckily, you know, I heard the crackle on the radio and he was com- coming up and he got there just in time to, you know, fill in his limit. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was the biggest thing is just making sure that if somebody was struggling or if they didn't have fish, you know, put them on fish, tell them exactly what you're doing. You know, I, I literally was giving waypoints out and, you know, sit your butt here, cast this direction, use this bait, use, you know, do this retrieve. And that helped out everybody because by, you know, Sunday, I think shoot by like nine thirty, ten o'clock at the latest, all five of us already had a limit. So, I mean, we were all, we were firing on all stones, you know, it just, it was just a matter of trying to find those bigger bites too. Um, you know, Sean got on them. Um, I missed a big fish on Saturday that would have made a difference. So it just, it could have gone either way. Um, just, it was just a matter of who fished clean and who fished, uh, who found those big fish and, you know, whatnot. So right on. Yeah. Right on. So, I mean, which where did everybody fish? Warm water side, cold water side, mix of the both? Or I fished the hot side both days. How about you, Dustin? Yeah, I was on the warm side both days. Uh, okay. Yeah, so uh, yeah I, fi- I fished on the cold side both days. I'm, I'm a little more comfortable with spots there, although I do have spots on the hot side uh, that I didn't visit at all. Um, so, I mean, I, 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 I was – 
I don't really regret the decision at all. Um, I did unfortunately lose a couple of fish on Sunday, but um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think the cold side's where it's at. Right on. How about you, Joel? You were up on the warm side if you were up by Allen then, right? Yeah, I fished both days hot side. Um, just for the, I've only been there. That was like my third time there, so it's just more familiar, if you want to call that that uh, on the warm side. But hey, I wanted to just we were talking about the code words, and I'll, I'll give you one because uh, I know that Pat Keating would, uh, you know, if I didn't mention this one, he would probably have a slip up. So we had one for like if it was sexy shad, right? So if that was the color. The code word was Danica Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I think you just I got kicked off the team, bro. Go, Danica. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We'll, we'll change them. We'll use different ones next time. Right. right. Well, Pat being a Rockford guy, I, I mean, that makes sense. You know, Danica's from out this way, so. I get it. I like it. Okay. Uh, that's a connection I, I, I didn't know. I forgot about that. Yeah. How about you, uh, Matt? What side do you fish? Uh, I mostly fished uh, down near the dam and around, uh, and on the warm side too, but, but just a little mostly fish down and around the dam on both sides, on bo- in, you know, on, on both edges of that. So. Okay. Right on. Yeah, I caught a few fish down there on Sunday. Uh, so I've seen, I saw quite a few kayaks coming in and out of there and then fishing that tall grass on both sides of it. So, but, um, yeah, I mean, uh, anybody got any suggestions for like changes next year? I mean, Alan, I know you guys put out like a survey and stuff. How, how was the response overall from, from everybody? Uh, overall it was really good. Um, you know, I can't say I wouldn't be surprised by that, but you know, some of the comments and stuff, um, you know, obviously you have to take into account for next year and, you know, so just to clear the air and a couple of the things. So, you know, some of the guys were complaining about, you know, the, the amount of beds at the outdoor sportsman's lodge, um, that was communicated to your team leads and that just must've, the information that must've not got relayed back down to the team for whatever reason. So, you know, that's on us. We didn't do a good job on, you know, making sure you guys, you know, brought extra bedding and stuff if you needed it. Um, you know, the, the weigh-ins, you know, were, were as smooth as we could do it. Um, I know like Matt was saying how it was tough getting up onto the porch there and do that, but just, just the, the location and that it was probably the easiest for Susie to set up and get everybody going. So we'll make sure that we got a little bit more of an open space and it's not directly in the sun. I'm sure everybody was frying out there on Saturday as it was and didn't want to be in the heat on top of it. Um, but the only other things I could think of, um, you know, guys weren't, you know, exactly used to, you know, the launching all at the same place. They want to have different launches if they wanted to get closer to their spots, which, which I can understand. But just the way the lake is set up, you know, that, you know, making sure everybody arrives at the same ramp, make sure everybody's safe. You know, I don't want everybody getting split up and then, you know, having people get stuck somewhere and, so it was just it was just easier doing it that way, and and you were kind of in in a central location too, so you know you're you're at least at the bottom of the lake, so you can go either direction if you needed to. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, all of that stuff. I mean, I know there's a bunch of guys that still haven't filled out the survey yet, so I suggest doing that because um, you know all your feedback is just going to make things better for next year. So for sure, for sure. 
So, uh, any plans for next year? I know uh, KBL gets to choose a, a location. Any thoughts on that? Um, so, right now, it's just a matter of figuring out who's going to be in for next year uh, first. So, are our clubs staying, our clubs going? Uh, what kind of wiggle room do we have or, or, you know, headroom do we have to add maybe one or two more clubs for next year? Because, obviously, want, they want to have more people. Um you know, we're, we talked about it. We're still going to keep it the same four state region. I don't think we're going to add any more states for next year just because it gets out of hand. It gets too crazy with more clubs and that. It just, you know, makes it simpler for us. So, I mean, it's still going to be the same criteria. If a club hosts at least one tournament in one of the four states or, uh, you know, uh, a shared waterway like, you know, the Mississippi River or St. Clair or something like that, we'll, you know, they're, they're eligible to come in to, to compete. Um, but yeah, so it's just a matter of getting the club set and then next thing is going to be picking a lake, uh, location and then getting a date set. So just something that, uh, doesn't interfere with everybody's schedules that's already out there. And then obviously having it late, late in the season to, uh, kind of have everybody wrap up their angler of the year standings and all that too. So, so it'll, it'll be coming out probably in the next couple of weeks. I'm thinking. Okay. You yeah, guys got cool. any lakes in mind? Uh, we've been talking about it. We've been messing with, uh, Steve Glinka okay. bouncing ideas off of him. him. We're, we're going to, we're going to pick the most shallow, you know, most tree infested lake we can possibly find. Banner Marsh. <laughs> I mean, well, it might, yeah, it might be in the lake, one of the places on the list. That's what's well, one of Patrick's favorite places to fish. Right on. Jeez. <laughs> oh man. So, 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 yeah, so KBL obviously won it, so it's obviously going to be, uh, they get to pick, right? It, it, does it have to be in Illinois? Uh, we would like it to be. I mean, it, that's the way we kind of set it up. So yeah. if Michigan hosts it, then obviously we want a Michigan waterway in that. Right. Um, you know, try to keep as much of a home field advantage as, as possible. Yeah, but I, don't I, mind that. I don't mind that at all. Right. But the one thing, you know, I think we're going to try to reinstate this year, and i got to talk to everybody else, is that the winning team can only host the, the tournament for two seasons in a row. That yeah. way it's not like everybody, like, it keeps on going to the same place every year, so then what it'll do, it'll roll down to the second-place team, and then they get to decide. So so we'll have to work that out, but I don't think that uh, – I think that should be a thing where we just two years and that's it and then pass it on to the next guy. Very cool. Very cool. So I know there was, uh, I think it was a conversation that was held between Titus and I. And um, I mean, ha has it been discussed or has there been a thought of maybe expanding this a little bit where you have different regions around the country with teams competing? And then after everybody holds their battle, you have a team from each region come battle it out somewhere centrally in the states i think that would be a cool idea i mean that's that's my feeling that it should be heading i mean texas has their their lone star throwdown down there which you know they already got the ball started and this is kind of mirrored a little bit after them uh we got our own thing but i mean that's that's the thing like guys i don't want anybody getting upset that we're not including them on this and we're not trying to you know make them a part of this but at the same time you know 
nothing's to say that you can't go out on your own and do this, you right. know, get a bunch of guys together, get them all on the same page. But there, there has to be a point where you have to lay it out to say, you know, nobody owns this. Sure. Nobody has, sure. has the ownership or the right to say what says and what, what's you know, goes and what, what's been done. Um, we got to work together and make it happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we can get to the point where we have several different regions, we want them all meet in the middle and you know have the top guys from across the country. I think at that point we'll have a really true national championship. I totally agree, and you know I'm not one to bash any certain league, whatever. But you know some of these championships on a national level, I think the only one that's really doing it right, uh, honestly, is Hobie. Right. I mean, you're taking top winners from each individual uh, tournament and then throwing them all together, not top whatever anglers qualified and, you know, throw them in a bunch. Whereas what you guys did and that was the thing, man, like this whole event this past weekend, I'm watching everybody interact. And I mean, you had the best five sticks from 10 clubs just come and battle it out. And I thought that was cool, man. I thought, in my opinion, that was a true championship. I think everybody thoroughly enjoyed it. But, I mean, it, and there was a vibe there, too, I think, uh, from, from a spectator looking in. Like, you know, yeah, there was a competitive edge there, but everybody was there just to have a good time and socialize like Dusty talked on. So I thought that was really cool, man, to see see guys that, you know, I, I did a, a podcast with Brock, the guy that got hit by the boat. And I said, you know, it's, it was kind of an unfortunate event, right? But, however, me and him have kind of become friends. You know, I've kind of, you know, talked to him quite a bit since everything happened. Um, and, and he did thank you, Alan, and everybody else that, you know, chipped in. He, he got enough money to get a new pair of glasses. He just got a new phone. His, awesome. his inbox has been blowing up. Uh, people are sending him reels, line all kinds of stuff. He thanked you guys for the rods and the, and the baits and everything. But I thought it was cool. I said, dude, had, had we not been at this event, uh, I don't think we would have ever talked. I wouldn't know who you were, you know? And, and, and I think that's cool. You know, I, I met a lot of cool people just walking around talking to everybody. And it seemed like that was the ongoing thing. And I think that's, that's one great thing about our sport, right, is, you know, everybody just comes together and bonds as one because we have one common goal, and that's just getting out on the water and fishing, man. So, um, yeah, I mean, anybody got any thoughts as far as that goes, like the whole social aspect of it? I know Dusty touched on it some. Yeah, just one second. Yeah, you know what? I was just going to say, I you know, I just to add to that, it was interesting. I mean, you know, obviously we had – tons of good sticks in there i was eric Siddiqui obviously is very well known nationally i've never talked to the guy in my life but you know i had the opportunity you know after like i think it was day one sitting out you know me and a bunch of other people we we're all just sitting up on the upper level of the the uh where the rooms were at and just i mean bs and for like hours sure it was just it was cool just to you know forget about the competition just talk about just whatever yeah so right, right. it was cool Right. Yeah. So I, it was a great opportunity. I maybe would never have had that opportunity or um, even approached. You know, I'd just be doing my own thing. So it was kind of cool to be able to just 
talk with a bunch of people. So yeah. Yeah, I was I was uh, as I was driving down to uh, the hotel. Um, it was it was kind of a, it was it was neat. It was just a little different. I mean, of course, you know, you often see people you know and you know you, you rendezvous and you know kind of who's staying at what hotel. But and in, in this particular event, your my, the, my te- the team was there. You know, so sure. it's like it's like uh, you know I'm texting and I'm you know I'm I'm, I'm about to meet my team. You know, and you of course discuss some more strategy and have a few cold ones in the hotel bar and, you know, go hang out, you know, out back and tie stuff on and talk lures. So yeah, it was, it was, you know, it, 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 like I said earlier, it, it, it definitely brought a unique element, um, to the whole thing. Um, and I, I, I and, and, and like I said earlier, I think you're going to see more of it. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Just, to touch on it too. Um, you know, when I started the KBL back in, uh, 2012, I mean, I didn't expect it to grow, you know, grow and blow up like it has been, especially in Illinois. Um, you know, a lot of these guys are on our club or members in our club. I mean, we've been together since it started. Um, so I've known these guys for a long time now. And to see that kind of emulate to this tournament where guys are, you know, getting to know each other, talking to each other. I mean, people are, you know, friends now afterwards. I mean, Eric Siddiqui and, and Steve Blinka are like tied at the hip now. Yeah. Well, so they're brothers. I mean, it's, it's cool. yeah, Long lost brothers. They're both they're born in the same damn womb. Jeez. Right. It's cool seeing that. And I think, I think the bottom line, you know, I think <laughs> in competition and tournament fishing now, I think kayak fishing has gotten to the point where, you know, people have gotten a name for themselves, are developing themselves to a different level than a lot of guys. You know, it's it's getting more professional, and I, and I understand that. But at the same time, you know, we all got to just, you know, get back to our roots and realize that we're all just fishing out of plastic boats. You know, we can't take it ourselves too seriously. I understand the, the competition aspect of it, but, you know, at the end of the day, all these guys respected each other. Um, you know, we all we all come from the same you know, passion of wanting to catch, you know, a green fish and, you know, it's, it's, that's the way it should be. And, you know, as long as everybody, you know, maintains that respect for each other and we, we can do this and, and, you know, have uh, a good camaraderie between each other. I think that's the angle more than anything. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I dig it, man. Well, anybody else got anything else if not i'll let you guys kind of go through so your closing statements you know make your plans for next year your statements for next year until we reconvene on this subject and uh you know see where we go right now if anything too you guys you know that's one more point is this the qualification for this tournament has now gotten to a different level a different tier at this point now that you guys have experienced that and this all means good things for your separate clubs because that's one more thing, more, one more low-hanging fruit for you guys to hang out there and say, hey, this was an awesome event. You know, it'll hopefully drive a lot more interest to each individual club and get more guys involved and, you know, keep them more active to end up, you know, back there. So, okay. so definitely use that to your advantage when you guys are getting members and getting participation next year. Right on. Dusty? Yeah, sure. Oh, go ahead, Matt. I certainly think that, you know, coming into it, um, some of us looked at it as something that we wanted to do, that we wanted to go, we wanted to maintain or, or get to this level and 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 be in the top group so that we could go to this uh, and, and 
experience it uh, you know, for the first time and, and do that. And, and I think uh, there were there were some, at least in our club, that uh, I don't think they paid a whole lot of attention to it. Um, you know, there, there were still people at the end of the year going, well, when is that? And what is what's going on? And, you know, we had talked about it several times. Sure. Uh, the club page and, and with one another and saying, Hey, this, and, and every time we had a tournament, I would put out, you know, the numbers and say, listen, this is our, you know, this is our top five that that's going to this thing. And, you know, do your best. Let's get out there and try. And, 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 and I think now that this has happened um, and they've, they've seen what's going on. I think, I think uh, uh, Alan's right that, that hopefully we'll have better, better participation and, 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 and more people that want to put every effort forth, uh, you know, up front to do this and, and, and to get to that point. So, Well, let's talk about this real quick. Let's talk about the payouts on this. I, I mean, Alan, you know those numbers right off the top of your head? Because, I mean, those payouts were, were pretty stellar for a 50-guy tournament. Right. I'm going to so throw I... that out there because – because I think that's one thing, too. Like, I, I don't think that a lot of guys realize, like, what was at stake, right? I mean, yeah, right. obviously. And that's one thing, too. Like, all the sponsors you guys had, everybody got a raffle ticket at check-in after day one. And you guys called raffle tickets. You cycled through those twice. Right. With 50 it like guys. Two, it was like two hours of raffle. <laughs> yeah, dude. My, my arm was falling asleep, like holding the phone up, live streaming. I'm like, hurry up, dude. We just want the damn results. Right. You know? But, I mean, so that's something to say, too. I mean, you guys had everything from, you know, some baits and stuff to, what, the flambeau crate. I know somebody, there was like two batteries that got given away, uh, a kayak. I mean, you know, just a great list of prizes. So, um, but as far as the payouts go, I know it was uh, first through fifth got paid. Um, Siddiqui was first. Uh, what was that gentleman's name that was second? Uh, uh, yep. And then Broskovich. Oh, yeah, yep. Yep. Lucas Brockovich. Third was Sean Wood. Fourth was Dusty. And uh, fifth was uh, Patrick Pudi Tharp. So right. I think what Siddiqui took home fifteen hundred bucks or something for first place. Fifteen uh, with, with uh, first place and big bass, he took over eighteen hundred dollars. So you're right. And then the team, the team check for first place that was over a thousand bucks, right? Or over fifteen hundred dollars. Over fifteen hundred. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, we paid we paid out like fifty eight hundred dollars in just cash, and then another. 8,000 plus and and prizes. I mean, if that doesn't get you amped up to qualify, I don't know what does. Right. That's just the first year. Just wait till next year. It's going to be even bigger. I might just fish a bunch of local clubs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I was, I was lucky. I was lucky enough to, you know, I fish with Alan in the same league and stuff. And, you know, I was, I was sort of privy to the concept at an early stage. Um, and, uh, uh, coincidentally, um, you know, when I first got into kayak fishing and kind of first kind of saw how it worked and got a little experience, started to meet some people and stuff like that. Uh, I, 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 I was I was I thought I would always thought that would be cool, like some sort of Midwest all star battle or like the like the, you know, the top people from around the nation. But sure. you know, I really didn't have I really didn't have a good enough grasp as to how that uh, might uh, all actually work. So um, it, 
you know, for me personally, um, since the beginning of the season, that was something that I totally looked forward to. It was definitely incentive uh, to me. So getting back to what uh, Alan and you, you other guys were saying, how, um, or I mean, how Matt was saying, some people didn't even know about it or really kind of weren't certain about it. I, I definitely had it in my mind as something that I wanted to qualify for. And right. um, I had the benefit of being able to try to do it in two leagues. You know, I fished the KBO and the MKT. So sure. um, I, was, I was in a unique spot there. Um and then, uh, well, I mean, that's kind of all I have to say about that. I wanted to talk about some other stuff, but I'm... well, I was wondering if you wanted to address the uh, the statement that was made that you were called a traitor. Oh, <laughs> I mean, of course, you <laughs> call a traitor, but we all okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think. That... <laughs> I mean, along, along the along the lines of, of you know of that of that word. I mean, I, I think uh, it's you know just in jest, of course. But um, you know, I I, uh, I couldn't even get in KBL, damn it, the first year, man. Michigan <laughs> 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 embraced me with open arms, man. I had to wait, knock on the door. I remember I remember trying to get into KBL. I think I was like telling Alan, dude, you know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be on the damn uh, internet at you know whenever at 5:59 a.m. or whenever he, on January 1st or whenever the hell it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want to miss my slot. Right. See, like Pat, Pat Keating put it every time we come in and, and talk about him. They're like, what was it? It was hashtag Operation Betrayal. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I remember. I remember this. It. I mean, I. If I put you in my shoes, it might be a little more understandable. Um, sure. Going into the, going into the championship, uh, it was still up in the air. Yeah, uh, everything right, was up right. in the air, and and for me, the Michigan Kayak Trail was a roll down spot. My my regular season on the Kayak Trail, on the Michigan Trail, um, other than a really good start, um, wasn't really good uh, with a DQ uh, included. So um, I was, you know, fortunate enough to do good in that state championship and then get the roll down spot. So I said yes just to sort of clear my mind and be able to like, you know, organize and maybe, you know, book a hotel and all that stuff. Cause I had sure. no idea what the championship was going to be like. So right on. I kind of, I kind of, my, my card, my, my hand was sort of forced. If I you get will. it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> right. Right on. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do to go to the show, man. Heck yeah. yeah totally. Heck yeah. Joel. Um, oh, go ahead. Alan. No, just real quick too. Thinking about this. Um, you know, if there's anybody I want to thank to about this whole thing, I mean, everything involved with this, Sean Wood has to get props for okay. all of this. So a lot of people don't know, Sean Wood actually got me involved in kayak fishing when I first started back in 2012. He was the first person to reach out to me. We were, we were friends before that through, you know, mutual forums and stuff we used to circle on. And he offered his kayak up. We went and fished a local lake. And it was history ever since. So I could, you know, acknowledge anybody that he'd be the guy. And I told him, I was texting him on the way back home. I said, if I would have told you back in 2012 that we'd be fishing on a team together, competing against nine other clubs in, in the in the Midwest, you'd think I, cra I was crazy. Yeah, sure. right. You know, so That's awesome. big shout out to him for getting all this possible. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Final thoughts, Joel? Uh, the other thing I'll say is this. Uh, I want to thank my teammates, Alan Weedmeyer, Hell yeah. Matt Keating, Dave Brooke, Sean Wood. Dude, we did it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> you did. We did it. Hey, hey, right? Yeah. Oh, 
right there. There you go. So uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm I'm grateful for being on the team, and I was able to make the team and contribute, and I think it went great, and I look forward to uh, you know making the team next year. So uh, just thanks to everybody that was involved in making this a success, and um, it's only you know it can only get bigger and better. So, yeah, buddy. Thank you. Matt? Oh, I think I've, I've said all I need today. I mean, I, I look forward to trying uh, to make it again next year. Uh, I will put my best foot forward to that and hopefully drag a bunch of other people along. We'll see where it ends up at the, at the end of the year. So Right on. Steve, you got any final thoughts, man? You, you know, oh, no. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, yeah. Um, really, the only thing I want to say is, just, uh, like everybody else said, uh, thanks to Alan, all the tournament directors, sponsors, basically anybody that contributed to this tournament. Um, great time, and uh, looking forward to next year. Heck yeah, man. Go ahead, Dusty. Um, oh, I wanted to mention um, the fact that I think, I mean, like an observation or just maybe a reality or whatever, is the... the <clears throat> And it's subtle and not so subtle. Um, the level of competition that, um, you know, I'm facing, we're facing, that we're all a part of, I think is just, I mean, it, it seems to be getting better and better and better each week or each time I'm in a tournament or each time I hear things or see posts. Um, I mean, you see a lot of, of course, you see a lot of young people dominating even in the pro level and a lot of this generation coming out that's just like super equipped with resources and information. Um, you see a ton of young kids. Yeah, and uh, and young sticks and young anglers. That was evident in Crossroads. Uh, what's 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 uh, Jackson Orr's uh, league? Uh, Indiana kayak okay. anglers. IK. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, those guys. I mean, you know, they're they're, they're young. You know, they're yeah. they're young, and they fish really well, and they they, they, and they do very well. And uh, you know, you of course are 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 fighting. You know, you're competing against um, you know veterans and people with a lot of experience too. So, um, just the just the the level of your playing field, the competition. Sure. That, you know, of, of, of your, of your, 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 you know, your competition is getting, is getting really, you know, stiff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really stiff. Heck yeah, that's the word. What were you going to say, Matt? I was just going to say, you know, those, those five from IKA or at least four of them are very young and, uh, but they're definitely good. And, and IKA has a bunch of good sticks and, and, and they rose of, of all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I I know they fish their butts off, man. Uh, they came in third uh, behind MKT, and uh, yeah, man, credible credible performance on their part for sure. Who 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 are we gonna Joe Joe? You're going up to uh, lacrosse, right? Uh, that is the plan. Yes. Yeah, that's the right. plan. Right, you're going to lacrosse too, right? I'll be at lacrosse. Matt, are you going to lacrosse? Uh, I'm qualified, but I am not going. Our, my wife and I's anniversary is that uh, just a day or two after that, so we're, we're we've got a plan. So. Oh, for sure, man. Priorities. Well, uh, according to the Travel Wisconsin uh, uh, Fall Peak Color Indicator, it'll be peak fall colors, man, up in Lacrosse, <laughs> just in time for the tournament, man. So I'm wishing everybody safe travels up there. I'm, I'm hoping to see a lot of Hopefully people in around the nation. And uh, it should be a beautiful, should be a beautiful trip up there. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you two guys too. So Heck yeah, grab, a beer, grab a beer together, probably, hopefully. For sure, for sure. Alan, final thoughts, man. 
No, I'm just again. I'm appreciative of everybody hopping on again today to talk about it. I'm just, I'm just, you know, over the moon with, you know, how well it went and people that had fun and everybody had a good time and we're still hearing about it, you know, several days afterwards. So it's that's all I could uh, could have hoped for. And uh, you know, I appreciate everybody just making my my brainchild basically uh, a reality. You know, and kind of. Uh, went from there and i hope it continues for many more years so for sure man i think you deserve to pat yourself on the back for sure um i want to thank you for allowing us to cover cover this and invite me down to help out and stuff like that so i had a blast man i'm hoping maybe next year i'll compete if not i'll come down and do the same thing i did this year so but uh yeah man thank you everyone for taking the time out this evening and uh we'll uh see you guys uh, about a year from now so that being said guys until next time tight lines smooth paddling So a bunch of long-time fishermen who decided to get the time fishing world, and guess what? They're taking you along for the ride. So welcome in, and welcome to Paddle Fishing. Just want to take a brief moment to give a little shout-out to our show sponsors, Rocktown Adventures. For all your outdoor adventure needs, visit rocktownadventures.com. Loveland Canoe and Kayak, if you're in the Ohio area, go check them out at lovelandcanoe.com. Hammered Lures, our man Eric Richards, making some pretty epic baits. You can check out his store at hammeredlures.myspotify.com. Coyote Sunglasses, get your floating glasses for the next adventure out on the water they float they're polarized all different styles to fit your pretty little face fish mob lures my man jay randall making buzz baits spinner baits you name it he's got a whole array of things and if it isn't listed on the facebook page shoot him a message maybe he can make it up for you southern lake co awesome apparel you guys uh check out southernlakecompany.com And our newest sponsor, TRC Covers. Protect your investment. Wrap your rods, your reels. They got custom colors, logos, you name it, they got it. Go check out trccovers.com. What's up, boys and girls? Just wanted to take a quick minute to talk to you about the Paddle and Fin gear. If you haven't seen it yet, go to Paddle, the letter N, and Fin.com. Go click that store tab at the top. Check out the store. We got tons of t-shirt designs, long sleeves, hoodies, phone cases, you name it, it's on there. Give it a gander. to go like just full-blown redneck on these fish this is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here from the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters enjoy the best fishing panama city beach has to offer during chasing the sun sundays at 9 30 a.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment 
A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'm the old there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.